This podcast is brought to you by the new Nikon Coolpix P1 and P2 digital cameras, the world's first compact cameras with built-in Wi-Fi. Now you can take great pictures and easily transfer them directly to your computer or printer wirelessly. Learn more at NikonDigital.com. Maxton is the one browser that keeps me from using Firefox. That's uh, honestly, that if, if it were if it were not for Maxton, I would probably be using Firefox at this point. No doubt in my mind. So, so it's a good thing. So I can call you Net. Net, that's good. Yeah. Uh, what's what is it? How's it? Pr- the full name pronounced? Is it Nathaniel? Nathaniel. Yeah. Okay. It's basically Net. I use Net. It's like Net. It's combination. Net means uh, in Hebrew to give. And L, it's a name of uh, one of the million names of God. So it's like a combination between internet and <laughs> really? God. Yeah. Wow. So is that, is that the actual derivation of, of like Nathaniel, how we pronounce it in the States? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. That is so <laughs> cool. cool. Yeah. So now, how are you involved with Max then? Uh, I was uh, recruited or headhunted by the first seed investor in Skype called Morten Lund, a Danish guy called Morten Lund, who actually was responsible for helping the Skype guys getting off. And uh, today, a very happy guy, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. And he approached me. I was uh, responsible for business development at ICQ AOL, and uh, he approached me, and he came up with his... Wait, my UIN is 144832. Cool. I'm, like, way old. I can give you a lower number. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, I bet. I had the connections. Oh, oh man. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. So, so uh, he was pitching me for a couple of companies, and I had kind of decided that I wanted to get out of the IM business, and uh, just came up with this browser called Maxton. I said, what is this? I never heard about Maxton before. I was just, I was just a new you know totally freak out on Firefox and I said what do you need in the browser for try it around so I tried it around and like after one week I said listen you know this is crazy this is unbelievable how many downloads did you say you had 28 million so that was like in January now we're just tonight reaching 4 to 6 million downloads wow since 2003 and without spending a cent on marketing that's pretty good yeah so so uh, it's absolutely amazing and uh, we are of course very strong in China we started we are headquartered in Hong Kong we have development in Beijing, and I'm located in Israel and running the business out of Israel. Uh, and um, we got some really ni- amazing attention this year. Uh, we were selected by the Red Herring uh, 100 Award and, and um, got official endorsement now from Microsoft, finally. <laughs> yeah, it's good. about time. It's about time. Well, that's and I think it's one of the first times I've seen, uh, I guess... A browser shell uh, over Internet Explorer in a Microsoft pavilion ever. Yeah, and actually, I just uh, Margaret Cobb, the head of IE7, just came over and she's actually the one responsible for the invitation and said, "Like, listen, we like you guys so much, and you have features that you know we will not be able to give on IE7." <laughs> And you know, I, man, I hammered them so hard. I said, dude, this is what you have to do. I'm not going to use IE7 until you can beat Maxton. I hammered him. I said, dude, you don't understand. Yeah, I mean, so it's really, I mean, they, they really like us, and uh, we have great connection with the IE team. Uh, and uh, in general, it was, I mean, I was very surprised by this invitation and very happy, and we're just coming, people coming all over. The guy from UCLA said, yeah, I'm a Maxton user. What? You're here? It's amazing. I heard that you're coming <laughs> here. It's like, I said, how can it be? You know, how? And, and um, so basically, we are just right now taking off. We are starting our, let's say, U.S. awareness campaign or expansion. It will happen now. Um, in one month, we'll make a major upgrade. It uh, will be called um, uh, Maxton 2.0, which will have very... It's like a totally new build. Uh, it will have all what IE7 has, but the rest is steroids on top, on top of that. It's like really a very... Um, very customizable user interface with some really cool features that I'll I'll let you have a preview before it hits 
Oh yeah, I, I want to see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I got. I'll tell you. I mean, <laughs> it's going to be hard to shift me from what I like in Maxton right now to something new. Something new always scares me. It's got to be just as good, if not better. Yeah, I mean, and that's one of the things. What we want to do is we want to be enable users to configure as much as possible. So we will never lock people into any kind of uh, interface or, or or whatever. So you will always be able to keep your settings. And you will be able to log in to your Maxton browser. So wherever you go on the Maxton browser, you can log in and you will have your settings wherever you go uh, and uh, a lot of new features that you will see there. Uh, we're just adding now blogging client inside included. I just showed uh, to, to Robert Scoobel came around and said, hey, wow, cool, can I have it? <laughs> so uh, hopefully I, we'll... You know, I've, I've been using Mac. I've tried to convince him to switch and he won't switch from IE. Yeah, we'll Do you try. think this is going to move him that way? Yeah, I'm, I'm pushing him that direction. We'll see if we I can I love go. Maxon. I, I mean, I yeah. couldn't... I seriously, <laughs> it's so difficult. I had to... Um, because there is no portability right now in Maxton. I was using Windows Vista right. this week, and I just could not use IE7. It was, I mean, even with the, the new, it was so unusable. In yeah. my opinion, it was unusable. Right. I had to download Fire. I had to download Firefox and install Firefox. It's a confession. Install, yeah, I did. I said, in fact, I said I wrote on my blog. And I feel dirty for doing this. I'm like, I'm using Firefox. It's not a bad thing, but no. you know, like I said, if it, if it wasn't for Maxton at this point, I would most likely be using Firefox. Yeah. It, and, and I know that, you know, you've got um, a Gecko plugin that allows users to work with both the IE rendering engine, right. the Trident engine, as well as the Gecko or the underpinnings of, of Mozilla. Yeah, and actually, I mean, you can actually, without one click today, run on, use the Gecko engine. And it, it's an older type of, it's not really updated, but I actually met with Blake, Ross, and Josh Hewitt, uh, uh, John Hewitt a, a month ago, something like that, and they will be happy to help us to, to improve that version, so we can actually run on both of them. Actually, wow. my my Maxton favorite Maxton skin is the is the Firefox skin. So sometimes people think I'm running Firefox, but it's running. <laughs> See, I like uh, I've always liked uh, Foenity. Foenity has uh, yeah. always been yeah. that. <laughs> That's honestly, and that was one of the things that did it for me. I had it was I was still living in San Francisco, and I was writing an article about something. I was just I was tired of Internet Explorer, right. and at that point, Mozilla was still kind of it was the bulky, big Mozilla, and it just wasn't much for me. And started looking at the alternatives, and at that point, it was my IE too. And even then, it was like way ahead of the game, right, like right. in terms of UI customizability, it was the least annoying UI. Right, right. And there's still bugaboo. I mean, there's still some issues with Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mean, I, I usually I and hopefully I, I I've tried to send as much feedback as I possibly can, but you know, now knowing you've got a version 2.0 kind of coming down the pike, yeah. um, you know, I, I definitely am I'm, I'm anticipating sending you as much user interface feedback that I can't control as, as much as possible. And, and, and we'll, we'll take, I mean, we're really kind of sucking up as much feedback as possible. We are inviting people to help us out because, I mean, if you think about it, it's quite amazing. Maxton it was a one-man show until, let's say, one year ago. Got another couple of, we had a kind of free developing kind of community, which is growing very fast, by the way, all over the world, where people in Egypt people in Poland and Russia, whatever, developing plugins and stuff like that. Now we're kind of gathering... Is, what is it? Zony? Of course, Tara. Is it Tara or Tara? Tara. Tara. Uh, um, we have a guy called, I think, Momo in Egypt. Momo, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with a few of them because I'm <laughs> running their plugins. I, I read the forums. I'm there. <laughs> right, right. It's like one of the very few forums I actually like watch, you know, because yeah. I'm looking for, you know, new plugins, something that's going to help. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's still kind of their stuff that we can improve, like legacy problems, of course. Uh, and, and right now what we'll do 
doing is to bring it to the level, to, to bring it to a certain standard that you will feel that those issues disappear. We will significantly improve the, uh, the RSS uh, reader that we have as a part of it. Some people think that it doesn't really matter. They're okay with it. Some people say, anyway, I'm using a standalone, so I don't care. But uh, we'll try to improve that as well as this podcast. We have Chris Perillo's show pre-installed Woo-hoo! as a podcast. <laughs> so, so you'll get it streamed in. It's streamed in, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so we are looking for feedback, and now we'll launch the blog, the blog tool, and, and so on, and, and uh, like basically looking for more, you know, maybe adding P2P features as well. You know, the only thing I would recommend, yeah. uh, honestly, more than anything else, is standardizing on a style sheet, giving all the plugin developers a single style sheet against which they can develop. Yeah. And I realize that the power of developing plugins, you can do something, you know, on your own. But the problem is, is that you end up with a whole bunch of plugins that really don't look like the experience at all. Yeah. And they don't stay true to what I, you know, what I believe Maxton is, and I think it's the most beautiful web browser because you can customize it to a certain point, but there's no easy way to theme things right, easily. Right. Yeah. And I, that's, that's the only thing, and I don't know if, if how the developers would feel about that uh, or if there's just a more easy way to customize the styles of those plugins. Yeah. Specifically like the sidebar plugins. Right, is, is right. No, I, I totally to. agree. And I mean, coming from a big company like AOL ICQ before, obviously that's what, you know, we have the standards, whatever you use yeah. to that kind of thing. We have to be kind of sensitive to the, to the developer community because they are really the ones that have made us come where we are today. They are the ones who promotes us. They are our evangelists. Uh, but we, we are like bringing it to the next level, trying to streamline it so people will develop plugins. They will look similar. They will act similar and will have no incompatibility issues yeah. and stuff like that. It's really important, I think. Oh, it is, certainly. Yeah. And also, obviously, to make sure that as many as IE plugins as possible will also work on the fi- on, on, on Maxton. Yeah. In fact, I was using uh, the Google Toolbar plugin for a while, the Google Toolbar in Maxton right. for a while. But then I think... It only supported up to a certain version, then I, I just stopped using I didn't need it anymore. Yeah. Although I do miss a couple of features in the Google toolbar, specifically like the page rank uh, right, button. Right. So well, we have, the, I mean, we're, for instance, now talking to Technorati to add in there some of their stuff into to the Maxim browser as well. And we are working with Yahoo to, they will provide specialized toolbar for the Maxim version as well. And uh, hopefully Google will join the, the gang hopefully. as well. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I'm, I, I don't want to have a whole bunch of toolbars. You right. know, I just, I, I like icons or I just like stuff that's right. out of my way and functional when it needs to be functional. Right, right. That status bar is, is largely unused, though. I mean, there's some parts of it that are used, but the status bar is a good place for a, a lot of the stuff. Yeah, like, absolutely, absolutely. Like the weather thing. Yeah, like, the weather. <laughs> like in Firefox, the weather thing and yeah. the page rank checker. Right, and right, the, and right. In the status yeah. bar, those are like genius. Absolutely, absolute genius. I actually just added the uh, new fi- uh, uh, the Alexa plugin. Oh, okay. Yeah, in in works. I mean, because I use Alexa a lot for for some other type of things, and and uh, it just works so simple. It's a click, and I have all information for a little pop up uh, and uh, stuff oh, and like that. a pop up window. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, I think there's one that it does the same thing for page rank, but it doesn't work very well. Like it, it says that it's one thing, but I know it's another, so I don't know what algorithms are used. Right, Since right. It's, an, it's an unofficial plugin, I think, and I don't know how it's sniffing around. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah. we'll, we'll we'll continue to develop the developer community, and then you know have them submit better plugins. And we're really asking really now for a lot of feedback. Now let me ask you this, and, uh, and I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Sure. Um, a lot of competitors out there in the space. I mean, right. uh, beyond Firefox and Internet right. Explorer, I'm talking about specifically um, shells. 
or yeah. overlays. Right. Um, it's really, it is a shell yeah. uh, on top of Internet Explorer. Uh, it seems that a, a couple of other of those sh- shells, like Avant Browser um, or um, what's a, there's, a, there's a couple others, they, they release updates, it seems, more frequently than yeah. Maxton does. Is there a reason why we have to wait so long yeah. between releases? Yeah, and here is the answer. Because we have been working on the Maxton 2.0, which it's a total rebuild. It's a really a total rebuild. We have the last six, seven months been really, really, you know, not releasing enough. And I agree with that. But it, there is a reason for it. And once once the 2.0 version, version comes out, it will be all clear. And after that, we, we will start, really, you know, making updates at least once uh, every second, third month. Because it's crucial today. You cannot wait too long with the updates. But, you know, we've just been hiring new people, getting more developers into staffing up and stuff like that and, and it's like it's, it's really going really really well and uh, I just you know I'm just waiting for getting out the, the 2.0 version so Maxton is, is, is more than just a, a couple of people programming you've got a whole business around this thing it's uh, yeah, the, I mean, that's, that's one of the reasons why I joined. Uh, Maxton, uh, we, right now we are around 10 people, like, you know, on the, plus the developer community. Uh, we, have, we are headquartered in Hong Kong, and we have the developer guys in Beijing. Uh, and um, in business-wise, we, of course, our main revenues come from search, by search Koreans. Actually, in China, we are responsible for more than 15% of Baidu's total search in China. Wow. That's over 60, bil- uh, 60 million queries yeah. I, I got to get it hooked up with Gotta Be there. There's there's a Gotta yeah. Be connection. I told you, somewhere. I gave an invitation. Let's do it. I, I'm, well, I, I'm, I'm going to hammer my developer <laughs> now. I'm like, gotta do it. We're, we'll be huge in China. Yeah. No, it's it's great. I mean, it, it's uh, I mean, we're getting so many you know kind of invitations, especially for the Chinese business. But um, so so search is definitely very big, and we also have distributions agreements for for instance, uh, we're just launching you know, promoting Yahoo's uh, uh, Instant Messenger uh, and, and stuff like that. But uh, main part will be search but we will be launching an online subscription platform as well we just launched I think a month ago at the Maxton start page which is a page hosted locally still very poor but what will come there is it will basically be a, a, a user definable kind of portal stored on your computer locally and uh, with all kind of widgets and gadgets that you can add on, to, on top to that uh, and uh, we can then you know offer all kind of subscriptions platform depending on what kind of interest or wherever you're located in the world so it's well, and you've kind of already uh, given us a taste, I guess, of that with uh, the appreciation service. Right. Uh, you've got um, a utility that allows you to send your favorites to the Internet, or you can upload your favorites right, and then download right. them. Right. And I've used that before. Right, right. Uh, when I've reinstalled, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're all my favorites. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Although the one thing I do miss about either not using Firefox or not using Internet Explorer is the bookmarklets. They yeah. don't work the same in, yeah. in Maxton. Uh, not all of them. It's, it's true. And I, I mean, I personally feel that also as a blogger. I feel like, okay, you know, my delicious books look like they work. But we will add all the others and we'll make sure that they will be compatible uh, within the next couple of months or whatever. So they will be there. It's really not a, you know, it's not a nuclear science or anything like that. No. It's just like one of those things that have been, you know, in the, stuck in the past. So, so uh, but with the new version, we'll, you will be able to, you know, each user will be able to log in and have his settings. So you can have several users on one Maxton client. Uh, you will be able to browse and, and, and share your browsing with other people as well. Uh, so, so it's really a kind of, a, we like to think of it as a new way of looking at browsing and, and to add the sharing aspect, sharing applications, P2P type of services as well. So, so yeah. A lot like of BitTorrent integration. Yeah, yeah, this type of thing, yeah. Right. So uh, why did 
you guys decide to change from my IE2 to Maxton. <laughs> and not, not that I'm disagreeing. Right. I and mean, when I first heard it, I'm like, that's kind of weird. But I kind of understand why you would do the brand change. Yeah. But some people, when I say Maxton, they say, what the hell are you talking about? And then I say, well, it used to be my IE2. And they, yeah. oh, they, you know, they light right, up and they get right. it. No, I mean, it's always uh, sensitive when you change a brand, especially when you have an audience already. Uh, and, and I agree with you that we sometimes, immediately when you say, Max, we are formerly my I2, ah, immediately say, yeah, you know, we know that one. Uh, but uh, we wanted to get away from the, like, the IE in the, I mean, because that's not our, you know, we are not IE. We are something, I mean, it's running on the IE kernel. But we are not IE. You, you know it would be interesting. I mean, because you did yeah. make reference to the, the Gecko plugin, and right. you're going to continue to work with that, is if you could do something with Opera. Right. So <laughs> if you could... No, seriously, you'd have a single client, but you've got... Uh, you'd have, like, the, the beauty of Firefox, Opera, and all that. Right. And then when they port Safari... To, to the, the the PC, right, right. you could use that engine as well. You could, you'd have like one browser to rule them all. Absolutely. Like I mean, I think that's a, and that's one of the advantages because we can actually. I mean, IE cannot work, of course, obviously with Mozilla, and Mozilla can't work with IE. It's like they're inseparable. But we can work with both of them, and both of them like us. I mean, we have no problem with them. Uh, so, so we want to make sure that we can support all platforms. Uh, because at the end of the day, you have people who feel very religiously about open source and so on. They're a small percentage of users, maybe a lo- big audience among our audience. But uh, at the end of the day, users want a good experience, and they don't really care if it's running. It's like, yeah, I don't care if I'm running on 95 Octane or 97, as long as my car rolls. Uh, and we want to develop a good product, and if we can run and so support as many platforms as possible, we'll try to do that. Uh, and not to lock us in in one, in one way. But right now, I have to say that IE is the strongest platform. And, and there's a reason why we run on the IE, because we use less processes. It's faster. Um, really? Yeah. See, some people would argue that Firefox is faster. Yeah. Or the Gecko engine's faster. Yeah, I know that. I've heard it argued several times. But my personal experience, and when I, before I joined Maxton, I was using Firefox religiously, and then I realized that I, I got frustrated by the speed. Then I used Maxton, and it's just so much faster. Use the sa- open the same amount of tabs and see the resources. Yeah, yeah. So I think it speaks for itself. There. Yeah, usually uh, every once in a while I'll notice, oh, I got 50 tabs open. I think I need to... You know, <laughs> I and think honestly, that's too much. It, well, yeah. it probably is. Uh, I appreciate the way that Maxton... I mean, there's some, like I said, there's still some cer- certain like UI th- issues that I have with it. But I think as far as tab manageability uh, and, and customization, out of the box, like it's Maxton, like all the way. Like yeah. it's, you've packed so much inside of it that it is the power user's browser. And if you consider yourself a power user, Firefox, yeah, it's it, it's good. It's, yeah. it's if you don't like IE, Firefox is a good alternative. Right. But I think if you're not necessarily disappointed with IE, I think Maxton is is, is absolutely fantastic. Absolutely, and I think that I think that's one of the pro. I mean, if you look at, we have very much an early adopter type of audience. Our audience are developers or geeks or whatever. Except in China, in China we have a lot of mainstream users because we are so big there. But I think that right now the current versions of Maxton might be confusing for somebody who's just an average browser. They're just yeah. can get lost in the jungle because there's so many things you can do and customize. And you, and so so we're working to kind of slim that down to make a version for you know more average users and then a super or a geek version, yeah. whatever. Are you a geek? Click. 
care. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so you get out of your blogger and you get those plugins or whatever. So are you looking at IE7 and what they're doing and, and seeing how the, either the current version of Maxton is going to be able to support it and or the next version of Maxton? Right. Like what they're doing with the uh, the title bar yeah. uh, in, in the different colors. And it, it will all, I mean, we, we are, of course, running it and we'll be testing it and it works. They're totally compatible and uh, they, they run really smooth and nice together. Obviously, with IE7, we will, we will support all the features and whatever that they do, but we'll continue to add all the extra things that they can do and they won't be able to do. I, I bet you, and mark my words, within a year of Vista launching, when they start talking about IE8, I bet you anything, Microsoft is going to make a bid for Maxton. Well, I bet you anything. We, we I just got an invitation to Redmond. <laughs> so we're going, for, we're going out to lunch or for dinner sure, or something like sure. that? Absolutely. So I how haven't beat the Seattle yet. Yeah, <laughs> how's that, uh, how soon is that going to happen? Uh, I think it could be in a month or so. Okay. I have to go back. I'm, I'm here for a week and then I'm yeah. going to China. We have a, a, some conference there. And back. But I'm usually in the U.S. once a month when it's yeah, yeah. In the, on this side of the U.S. at least. So, uh, yeah. We, we were, 2006 is going to be a big year for Maxton in the U.S. And outside China, we're really f- going to focus on the U.S. Yeah. For distribution and, and, and uh, you know, even working with non-profit organizations, customize a version for them. Wow. Uh, you know, provide your own toolbars, have it in there, your own version, stuff like that. So, so uh, the fun just started. Oh, wow. I can't <laughs> wait. I, seriously, I love when good software gets even better. Yeah, so that's that's it. I'm really honored to be here, and I'm you know I'm so happy also to leave having left you know this big huge machinery called AOL, <laughs> wherever it's going so today. Wait, now, what did you do at AOL exactly? Uh, I was responsible for business development at ICQ, okay, the Instant Messenger. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I was one of the I first mean, I know users. You. Yeah, it's like one four four eight three two, man. Right. So wait, what's your what's your number? Oh, wait, you probably don't. Is it five digit or six? No, I actually was one of those who decided to keep a number that I just added. It's six one one three. 38838. Uh, I didn't want to take an attractive number because wherever I went, people asked me for, can you fix me a number? You have such a low number or whatever. So and people start, you know, wanting to buy numbers and stuff like that. So I said, I'm just taking a number that I, that I got if I register and that's it. What was it? 611388. Uh, 611388. Yeah. Dude, my, well, no, I mean, what was it before? What was the small, did you have a small number? No, before? no, I didn't. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay. So, so uh, yeah. Damn. I thought, I, I mean, I was like one of the first people to get on there like, oh, dude, this is great. This is great. <laughs> it's the best you. This is great. Yeah. Then I kind of fell away from it for a while, and then uh, then it became big again. But honestly, um, I for the instant messaging, I use Trillion at this point, which uh, unifies everything. It makes... Yeah, and I must say that actually I got this U3 drive now, which we just launched a partnership with U3 and run Maxon of the flash disk, uh, and there's Trillion there as well. And it's the first time I actually am using Trillion. Trillion's on here? Yeah, Trillion is on there as well. Or you, yeah, if it's not on there, you just click it in and you download it from the U3 site. Uh, U3. So what, wait, U3 is a service apparently? U3 is a kind of a, it's a company uh, com- uh, that supplies software services or software is a software portal for uh, for a uh, for uh, flash disks or USB keys. Uh, they work with SanDisk and, and uh, M-Systems and all kinds of... So, wait, so... So they actually came to us a month ago and they, they had a customized Firefox version as their default browser there and asked to remove Firefox and use Maxton instead. Really? Uh, so we just did it and we launched it yesterday. The press release went out wow. yesterday. And if you just plug it in, you have your settings, you have your Maxton on the key. So, so I can copy all my Maxton stuff from my home computer to this? Yeah. And really? wherever you plug it in, you have that with you, wherever you go. And, and it'll run from the flash disk? It runs straight of the flash And when you take it out, it goes out immediately. Like like the cache and everything? Everything is on the disk. Really? Yeah. How the hell did you pull that off? 
ask uh, <laughs> Mr. Maxson himself. Wait a minute, because like, okay, so because it's got to use Internet Explorer, right? But it's got to also have the cache. And if okay, yeah. do I need to change any settings between my home machine and this one then? No. Wh when you plug it in in, in your, uh, let's say if you have one setting there and you plug it into your home machine, it will adapt the settings automatically that you have on your home machine. So 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 you you will have. Uh, <laughs> For instance, now I plugged in this one in in, in, in Jeff's uh, Chinese. I really uh, want to try this. I wish I w and see now. I wish I had my version of Max then with me to try it. Right. You know, I got it all. It's like a car. You know, I got it all tricked <laughs> out. I got the icons laying exactly where I want them right, at. Right. You know, I got this and that. And this I would like to see that. a screenshot of your Max. Then I, I will. I'll send yeah, it to you. Yeah. I know. I've, believe me, I've like I've I've gone down to the level of even the plugins. I can't stand the the icons that right. the plugin authors. I mean, some of them are just like three. Even for Windows three point one were pretty nasty. Right. And, I mean, it's functional, but not pretty. Yeah. So I've, I've gone in with and used Fluentity and, and customized the icons so they're every icon, pretty much every icon in Maxon that I could do is in Fluentity. Oh, really? Yeah, and in fact, for a while there, when when nothing was getting released, I actually edited the EXE to change the fonts to the way they should have been uh, <laughs> in the way that... I mean, I, I, I like had it like done. I mean, I had the RSS icon, I had this and that. And this. So I had everything like tricked out, and then a new version came out, and I, you know, it got wiped. <laughs> so yeah, I'll send yeah. you I'll send you a few screenshots. That would be cool, it's yeah. like it's clean. It's you know. We're going to start launching kind of competitions, letting people challenge each other with you know the skins and stuff like that. Uh, I, I can't wait to see the new version. Thanks. Thanks, okay, you. Thanks. This podcast is brought to you by the new Nikon Coolpix P1 and P2 digital cameras, the world's first compact cameras with built-in Wi-Fi. Now you can take great pictures and easily transfer them directly to your computer or printer wirelessly. Learn more at NikonDigital.com. Live streaming of The Chris Perillo Show is brought to you by Microsoft Windows Media and Limelight Networks. Download Windows Media Player 10 to listen to The Chris Perillo Show live every Thursday from 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific, GMT-8.